Hello, everybody, and welcome to Kairos Has Friends, the show where I sit down with the people that matter to me the most, and those people are my friends. Before we get to our special guest today, be sure to follow me on your favorite social media platforms. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Vibe with Kai. You can also follow me on Snapchat and on TikTok before it gets banned. Follow me there at Kairos Keenan. And you can always visit my website, thevibewithkai.com, where I'm always posting blogs and videos and things that I help you do good, feel good, be good, and live a good life full of good vibes. But enough about me. Enough about me and my nonsense. Enough about me and my TikTok and in my Facebook and in my Twitter. And I'm sitting here with a... With a, with a, a a friend that like we just we've never really had like a full conversation before even though we've been in the same room lord knows how how many times we have the same group of friends uh, <laughs> and we do we love the <laughs> same exact uh things but we've never we've never had like a, this is our first like full-on conversation and and all of you listening and watching right now you get to witness it you get to witness yeah. history in the making yes in, <laughs> in 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 my mind it's like uh steve rogers meeting t'challa oh like, absolutely like, dude, i'm just forever I, like, yeah dude oh dude <laughs> i mean oh god dude i yo i'm sitting here with uh with actor singer performer cosplayer good man overall mr cj <laughs> carter cj what's good homie how are you I am doing great, Kyrus. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, um, man. For having me as a guest on this, man. I'm just, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited just to connect, I think is the thing. I'm, I I, I'm just excited to talk, man. I know. It's I know. Awesome. It's, 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 it's funny because like, like you would think that we, because I, I know like a lot about you and like, and I've seen yeah. you perform like so many times and for those of you that don't know cj is incredibly talented <laughs> he's incredibly yeah. talented uh and he's he's a smart funny like like a uh, handsome man he is like like a good 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 person and now i'm sitting here chatting with you uh how are you holding up during the pandemic my friend um you know what i'm actually selfishly probably doing better than a lot of people i feel like mm-hmm. uh you know I, i've I feel like this time has been so good for me to just, you know, kind of like what you've been doing, just to mm-hmm. sit back and like reflect on yes. on myself and just really the things that we all value at the end of the day and just how to, I've just been thinking so much about like, I don't know, the experience of life and mm-hmm. just everything. And I feel like there's so much that we miss in a day that now I've become so aware of that. And I'm trying to, at every chance that I get, just make every day count. Yes. And just, oh, you dude, know, yeah. seize my moment, man. That's, that's, all, that's all I'm trying to do. This is, it's something that you kind of touched on in one of your YouTube videos, actually, mm-hmm. where you talk about um, Aaron Burr. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, the three points that you brought up were, uh, I know what you can control. Mm-hmm. you know, know your worst case scenario and see the good and everything and mm-hmm. all of those things like dude that's like you, you kind of already like put the <laughs> that verbiage out there and like i've just kind of soaked it up i'm sure that a lot of you listeners i, I expect my royalties to it's... go in the mail <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it, uh, it'll be a monopoly money i hope you don't yeah. that. that's all i can afford right now dude i hear you i hear you <laughs> dude like it's, it's it's funny um because uh i feel like you, you hit a really good, a really important point here because I feel like people, like 2020 is what you make of it. 
right? Absolutely. Like, it's like, it's easy to sit here and say like, oh, 2020 sucks. And don't get me wrong, 2020 is not my favorite year of all time, sure. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but 2020 is what you make of it. And, you know, at the end of this year, as you head into 2021, you go, you're going to look back and, and like Aaron Burr says, you know, I am the one thing in life I can control. So, Amen. so what did you do? What can you control to, to change that, that outcome or to at least put yourself on the path towards being successful, you know? And, mm. and, and that's what I try to instill in myself and other people and, and all of that. And I, man, I see you doing your thing, man. And then like, it's, it's fascinating, but I, I want to talk to you about performing for a little bit because like, obviously yeah. we met each other through theater uh, yes. Do you remember theater? Do you remember that thing called theater? You remember that? I, uh, you know, it's funny for me because I, I, I virtually have not really stopped working in that, in that realm still. So yeah. it, while, while I miss, while I still miss getting to perform and I yeah. miss the adrenaline rush of just, you know, I don't have to explain to you just the, the sheer feeling of being on stage. What we, yeah. what we do is the most ephemeral art. It is oh, created yeah. in that moment and yes. it is gone in the next. It is yes. something that cannot be masked and can, or cannot be um, replicated by anything else. Film Absolutely. will always be there. Exactly. You know, ha- Hamilton is a testament that yes, we can capture some amazing moments of the stage and we can, we can hold on to that and you can remember it and, and you can cherish it. But, but until we get to do that again, it's oh, what we do is not coming back. Yes. Like it, yeah. we, we, we are just, we're going to wait for it. Like yeah. that, that's, li- so, <laughs> sorry. Pun, to keep, pun, pun intended. Yeah. So, so, sorry, Lynn, Lynn, I think that we're going to have to, you're going to have to give us something to talk about here because I, this has become so much of like gospel to me now yeah. that it's hard for me to not pull from that show in an everyday aspect of my life to just, it, 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 it's, it's almost like the perfect art form because I can pull from that in this conversation and in the conversation we're going to have again, Yeah. because I can just use it to paint a picture for you. And I'm a person who likes to use examples all the time. Yeah. So yeah. just putting that out there. So I'll keep going back. No, it's fine. It's funny. Artist. It's funny. We bring artist. up Lynn Manuel Miranda because uh, like, obviously we have Hamilton and, 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 in the Heights has been, you know, one of the you know biggest effects for me. So much so that like on my, like on my arm, and you probably can't see it. It's a, here it says Respira. And here says Paciencia Fe, which are two songs from In the Heights. I love it. Um, I love and it, like they serve as just reminders for me, you know, that, that you know, Paciencia Fe means uh, patience and faith and Espira means breathe. And, and just, just to have those reminders on me, like literal, like t- literally tattooed on my body has been, you know, really important for me has been a godsend because I sit here sometimes when I'm feeling like, eh, when I'm feeling like, oh gosh. And then I look down at my arm and I see patience and faith and I'm like, ah, that's it. Got it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Do you, do you, do you miss the, the live audience side of things? I definitely miss the live audience side of things. You know, that, that goes hand in hand with what makes, what makes theater special. And it's, it's not for anything of it's, it's not for anything other than just the reaction of the audience. Just, just knowing that you've done something that my, my fifth and sixth grade acting teacher, Terry Seggio, um, she used to tell us this prayer that we would do every day before a performance. And it didn't matter what performance we did. We always did this. And we would all stand in a circle, everyone in the cast, including everyone backstage, whatever. We would all stand in a circle and we would all recite with a song on my lips and a prayer in my heart, please help me to make 
just one person in the audience happy tonight. Break a leg. So this, this mantra has almost become like just commonplace for me in anything that I do. That if there's, if there's an audience, that means that there's a chance that I can affect someone and I can potentially change a life today. Not through anything other than I have been, I have been working to tell a story. Mm -hmm. And if I can completely shatter the illusion for you that this, that I, I am, I am becoming a different person. I am, I am no longer myself. And I, I, I'm, I've just worked so hard for this to, to tell this story for you that if you could just smile and I know I can get a smile from one person, right. Right. it doesn't matter if the audience is 500 people or like six. So if we could just get like six people in an audience now with social mm -hmm. distancing, that'd be great. Yeah. Cause I could go for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'll take, listen, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, man. It's funny you said that. Um, do you, when theater does return, um, do you think it's going to be the same? Like everything that we're talking about right now. No. I, like, do you think it's going to be, do you think it's going to be a little bit different? I think, I think that everything, every challenge that we face, every enterprise that there is, every possible world of creativity or really whatever you have in the, in the business world and just in the world of the arts, nothing is going to be the same from now on. We, we are now entering a world in which not only do we have to worry about air, airborne, you know, airborne terrors, but we also just have to worry about, you know, ev everything. We, yeah. we, we are just, yeah. we are so worried about fear itself at this point that it's going to take a long time for everyone's psychology to be okay with a lot of things from now on. Mm -hmm. And going to the theater and having that experience is something that, should not be cheapened for anything. But at the same time, we, we need the expression right now. Like yeah. th we need theater more than anything right now, but it's going to be different. There, yeah. Some things are going to have to change, unfortunately. And yeah. it's just because now, because of tensions and because of fear of illness and everything else, people are just going to have more of a mask on or more of a guard than they ever did before right a, a literal so, and and figurative mask yeah yeah and and now as an as an actor and as a director and a musical director and a choreographer how am i gonna now break through that barrier mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. if you're i can't you know what it's like to have someone just tell someone who may be turned off to something or maybe yeah. scared about something or close-minded about something you know how hard it is to talk them off a ledge mm-hmm what is it going to be like if we have an audience full of people that way? Yeah. In all honesty, it just might make our job all the more rewarding because we just have right. to work even right. harder to just be like, look, all that we're here to do is just like brighten your day a little yeah. bit. Like we, we don't have to do this and you don't have to come here, but we've, we have now made this connection. Right. The minute you bought that ticket, the minute that you said, yes, yeah, CJ, I'll come see your play. The minute that you mm -hmm. say that we now have a connection. I, yep. I am going to work as hard as I can for you because I've done the show before. It doesn't matter to me anymore. I have the satisfaction of, of completing a goal that I already wanted. If I only got to do one night of a performance, that's all I needed. Right, because that's what you worked for. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to tell a story. That's yeah. all, all that matters at the end of the day is the story and right. how you tell it. And that's, 
just the same thing with life at this point. Right. It's the story and how you tell it and the players that you meet along the way. Why, why have you and I never worked together? That's what, that's, that's the biggest question that I want to know. Well, I thought about this the other day. I thought about this the other day, actually. And (laughs) you know, I, I think that it's, it's one of those situations where maybe, you know, it, 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 it's one of those Aaron Burr situations. Maybe we just had to wait. It, yeah. The timing wasn't right. There wasn't right, a project right. yet. It wasn't like, you know, this is what Kairos and CJ should do. <laughs> like the, there was no project that's like, yeah, let's, let's put these two guys together. But let me tell you, see what you happens. if there's any theater companies that are listening right now, you can make that happen. I'm just saying, you yes, can please. say, Hey, Hey, listen, we have CJ, we have Kairos. They've been wanting to work together. Let's find something <laughs> so oh, they man. can both Dude, belt their faces I can tell off. you, I can tell you the dream. <laughs> Pardon me. Are you Aaron Burr, sir? Dude, how many times have you watched Hamilton on Disney Plus? Um, my, my friend Dylan and I, um, I'm going to get emotional when I talk about this. We have watched and or listened to Hamilton every day since July 3rd when it premiered on Disney Plus. I have learned 85% of the show. Committed to memory. I, I have made this a goal that Lynn... <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda and Hamilton have made such a profound and significant impact on my life. I am not the same person that I was um, for multiple reasons after seeing that show. Um, And it's so, it was, it was such a gift that it was saved for this moment, you know, Mm -hmm. at this point in our lives and at this point in the country for, for everything. And I can't thank the man enough. And I just, I, this show has given myself, and I speak for my friend as well, but has given us purpose. It has completely changed the way in which I view myself as well as others, as well as, you know, I identify with, whereas you identify with Aaron Burr, mm-hmm. I am a textbook Alexander Hamilton. You know, <laughs> I, I watch Lynn on stage and I, I'm like, you, like I, I understand that thought process. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I get it. I, I think in the same mindset. And to be able to see that and just be able to see just just the magnitude of what it all was. It's not a play. It's not a musical. It's not an opera. It's not a piece of poetry. It's not a hip hop album. It is like the perfect culmination of like every art form. And I can't keep saying enough good things about it. Dude, it's, do you know how hard it was for me just now to just not even be like it depends who's asking and just like I'm just like you go we can do the whole show <laughs> but but i i think i think the moment i'd most like to do with you is um your obedient servant into the end of the show oh dude that whole that's probably i i feel like that's one of the most underrated moments in the show oh, absolutely. when they're having that back and forth uh you know uh, you know right before you know they they uh go you know go into like the dual aspect of things but like yeah like the letters that they're writing back and forth to each other and the way that Leslie Odom Jr. and Lin-Manuel Miranda kind of like, 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 because it's so, it's so beautiful because it's so subtle. It is. And and that's what makes Leslie Odom Jr. is one of the greatest performers of the 21st century. He is a remarkable actor, singer, dancer. He is out there the entire time pushing it, dancing full out with every ensemble member and then serenades you with the most beautiful, like just soothing voice. Like I I can't, I can't understand it. And he is, I I put a post about this on Facebook. Just the fact that in even wait for it, the man 
when he says, what is it like in his shoes? Yeah. He smiles. Yeah. Because he yeah. revels in it. Because yeah. as much as he, he despises what he has and what Hamilton has, yeah. he envies it and he revels in it because he just can imagine, you know, God, my friend, Alexander Hamilton, like the, he went on for the rest yeah. of his life to say, yes, my name's Aaron Burr. I shot my friend, Alexander right. Hamilton. Hi, how right. are you? <laughs> it's, and it's, it's just such a moral conundrum that I find myself just going back to it over and over again. And just like you said, that, that whole turn of events where they write letters to each other just goes to show the most remarkable thing is there was so much time that they had that they could have apologized. 100%. I mean, this would be like if you and I came together and from this moment, we then went down a long road right. and in 30 years, you came to me <laughs> and you're like, hey, CJ, like I just realized everything that I've done since I can remember I have been stopped by you. Right. <laughs> and I just want to know what you have to say for that. And I'm like, hmm, geez, Kairos. Uh, wow, this is kind of out of the blue. Uh, you're going to have to be more specific. Uh, okay, here's 30 years of yeah. time that I've spent with you. Uh -huh. And I've written down for you every single time that yep. you've pissed me off. And also every time I've just talked shit about you. Right, exactly. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. And then he's it's like, okay, insane. so apologize. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> No, because I'm right. <laughs> right, right. And it's, then, it's, it, dude, oh my god, it's, it just doesn't make sense. And and then even just the fact after that that as Alexander Hamilton writes while he's talking to Eliza, yeah, he's just writing a letter to make Burr's life even worse uh -huh. in that moment. It's just all the more like, what is happening? Right. Like, why it, is this? Why? Why? Funny, why is this a thing? What's funny is like, and I I, I wrote a, a Facebook post about this uh, a while ago. But what I find to be hilarious um about and i mean it's not i mean it's not hilarious for aaron burr but i find it to be quite ironic you probably know where i'm going with this but after so after he shoots hamilton hamilton dies blah blah, blah yes right so like as you said aaron burr has to live with this for the rest of his life mm -hmm. uh and he, and he continues to live his life um what i find hilarious is that um aaron burr ends up marrying this this other woman this this widow who has a lot of money and he ends up like ruining that widow's like just estates and takes all her money and just like totally screws it up so much so that she asked for a divorce, right? Mm -hmm. And her <laughs> her divorce attorney yep. is, is Alexander Philip Hamilton's Hamilton. son. It, uh, Philip. Why did I say Philip? Wow. Yeah, Holy Philip, crap. Dead. Philip's dead. <laughs> Philip's dead. He died on seven. He's dead. Yeah. Seven yeah, boom. Yeah, he's dead. Yes. He, um, no, I love that. I absolutely yeah, and love he's that. So, and, and so he his his the her her divorce lawyer is is alexander hamilton's junior right and and here's the biggest kicker i think that he was he ended up getting served the divorce like the official divorce papers like that it's complete on mm -hmm. the same day that he shot uh Aaron, like Aaron, uh, alexander hamilton like the that's, same that's exact incredible. day that's incredible. I, I just i find that crazy ironic and like that's that. just life. That's just life. Dude, no, I mean, that's oh, that Hamilton is that is, is just so like good. that is just it is the perfect turn of events because yeah. it just I mean, oh another moment. Can we do uh in the middle of nonstop? Which part? Yeah. Oh, when he walks uh wait, which the, part? The new US Constitution? No. Hear me out, no way. A series <laughs> of essays defending the public. Dude, that, dude, that, dude, that's one of my favorite moments because 
Leslie Odom Jr. takes on this like different body type, this persona. When Alexander Hamilton says, you get nothing if you wait for it, wait for it, wait. <laughs> he, he does this, this incredible like, like karate stance, right. dude. Like he, oh my God, dude. It just, I don't understand how any of it works, but it all works perfectly. <laughs> I think my favorite, my favorite Leslie Odom moment, uh, uh, moment in that show is the moment that I knew was going to be my favorite even before I watched it. So like, I, I, like you know, I, I told you, like my, my favorite line is, I'm the one thing in life I can control. Yeah. Right? And like Absolutely. the moment in, he says, uh, I am the one thing in life I can control. And then there's just like this little beat while everybody's singing, like, wait for it. Where he and moves he, his jaw and he's right, got his right. eyes closed. Yeah. And like that moment right there, like, the way that he performed it yeah. is like exactly how I pictured somebody should. And well, more. you're right. I I, I, I agree. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I've had that conversation because I, I I pinpointed. I think it's because what he's doing in that moment, that's his self talk. Yes. Leslie, I, Aaron Burr, Leslie Odom Jr. He is never worried about performing for the audience. Mm-hmm. Right. I will perform to you with my back to you multiple yes. times in the show. Because mm-hmm. you're just going to listen to every word I have to say. Right, right, because right. I am, ge- I, I am not here to perform for you. I am living the life of another person yes. right now. And <sighs> he does that the entire time. And as soon as he does that, dude, he internalizes it. And it no longer becomes telling a story to the audience. Yeah. It's not about the audience. Everything in that show that he does is about Burr. There's right. never a decision that he makes that isn't him trying to compose himself at all times. Right, right. Because he's just like a loose cage of emotions. Mm-hmm. Like he, he never knows how to deal with what's presented to him at a certain time, but he does the best that he can, mm-hmm. which is all any of us can do. Right, right. What was the, when was the first time you heard the music from Hamilton? I first, oh, my microphone just fell. <laughs> there we go. There's pass. the excitement bit. Yeah, right? Yep. Uh, <laughs> Uh, first time I heard the music to Hamilton was the week that it came out. Uh, my friend Izzy Figueroa um, mm-hmm. gave me a copy of the soundtrack, and I listened to it going to and from rehearsal for Drowsy Chaperone at Cranford Dramatic Club, mm-hmm. and just wept uncontrollably. Yeah, yeah. And then I kind of pocketed it away for a little bit. Yeah. And you know, I always like if if Hamilton came on Spotify playlist or anything else. Yeah. I always would listen to it or whatever, but um, I had always separated. I don't want to fully invest myself in this until I can see it. Yeah. Because I know how much I, I, I've already gotten from listening to it. I mean, I can, I can tell you the first time that I heard the world was wide enough mm-hmm. into uh, the final moment of the show that mm-hmm. I, I, I could not, I could not breathe. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a sensation that, I still find myself having multiple times because how do you deal with that? It's, it's such an, it's, it's such an influx of beautiful sound, uh, scenic view of costumes, set performers, dance, everything Mm -hmm. just auditorily amazing. And the verbiage in it and the wordage that Lynn uses is something that many people have said, and I will agree with I have not seen were felt since the likes of William Shakespeare mm-hmm. because what he does with hip hop and what he does with rhyming is almost the same as iambic pentameter sure. and it yeah. gives everything life Christopher Jackson is the perfect example oh, because dude, 90% of the God. show he elects to speak his lines instead yeah. of rap them yeah 
but yeah. he still is rapping the entire time. Right. He's making very specific decisions mm-hmm. about what he does and says at every point. And it's because that's exactly what we did in the Renaissance. Right. And that I'm past patiently waiting, I'm passionately smashing every expectation, every, every action, action, the next creation. creation. <laughs> what an incredible, it, I mean, there's a life to the wordage itself. Yeah. Alexander Hamilton's words on the page mm-hmm. had significance. Mm-hmm. They had meaning and they had a life. And Lynn was the only person that could have told that story because the words got triple, quadruple, mm-hmm. quintu- whatever, quintuple meaning. Right, right. It, it, now they have meaning and will have been heard by probably 80% of the population at this point. Right. Like I feel like everyone, <laughs> any child has probably seen Hamilton at this point because yeah. it's on Disney plus. Yeah. And, and even, even my mom doing? has seen it. Even my mom has seen yeah. it. She, and she, and she like, uh, not that she's isn't in a the theater cause she is, but like um, she came over to my, to my house one time and I'm like, mom, you're watching Hamilton with me. She's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then she loved, she loved it. Yeah. And she loved every second of it. You know, she was sitting like legit on the edge of her seat, like watching it. And I was like, my mom is into this. That means that yeah. this thing is good. This thing is yes, good. <laughs> absolutely. My, my sister's boyfriend, who is a full-time firefighter, yeah. I got to sit and watch with me. And he, his favorite Broadway show is Fan of the Opera. He loves okay. it. And he comes and sees when I do shows, but he's yeah, not yeah. like a theater person. Sure, sure, sure. So I got him to sit and watch. He's like, what is this? I'm like, it's the hip hop musical about the life of national treasury secretary alexander hampton yeah and he's like uh i'm like dude i know we've all had i i totally know i totally get it yeah. but please just watch it with me he's like i mean all right it took me like two months we watched it on sunday yeah i had to get it i had to yell at him every five minutes to put his phone down because he just kept looking up information because he oh, was so wow. into the story yeah that yeah. he was like i need to know more like now i don't want to i don't want to wait like, yeah. I need to know what's going to happen. Right, And I'm right. like, I, I understand, but if you do that, you need it's to, not you need to watch it. You need to watch it. You need to wait for it, dude. You got to wait for it. That's what I, well, dude, we, we, need to, we need to make this happen. Uh, even yes. if it's not Hamilton, at least something that you and I get to Anything. perform together. Uh, I do, I do want to talk about your cosplay because yes. you are... You are uh, quite good at, at, the, at the cosplay side of things. How did you get into that? So... I started, it, it, cosplay is the same thing really as how I got into theater. Um, mm-hmm. Ever since I was very, very young, um, I'm talking two, three, four, mm-hmm. maybe probably even one. My favorite thing was watching movies. And right. I loved playing dress up. I mm-hmm. loved costumes ever since I was a kid. And what's amazing is I'm actually getting to relive this right now through my, my cousin's son, yeah. Uh, who his my cousin's son and daughter are basically um, like my niece and nephew, and they're over right. the house all the time. And he's just like me, mm-hmm. where in the sense that he's a three-year-old kid that knows every line to Ghostbusters, <laughs> Monster Squad, um, uh, just mo- every movie that came out in the '90s or '80s. Gremlins, right. The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. Oh my god! Yeah, this is a four-year-old oh kid that has a costume that I made that looks like that. Which goes That's in with hilarious. the stuff. But yeah. it was the aspect of that. As a kid, I loved and had such an incredible eye for detail. I, had, yeah. I loved films. I loved costumes. And I had such an incredible eye for detail for it that I would always want to wear exactly what they wore in the movies. And I had to have a costume for, like, every character. Right. It, it, like, The Wizard of Oz, every character had a costume for it. Willy Wonka had a Willy Wonka costume. And if I didn't know where I could get it, I would try to find things around my house that 
I could put together. Halloween's coming up. Hocus Pocus is a big movie that everybody loves. Yeah. One of my favorite movies as a kid, I used to run around the house in my mom's silk poet shirt <laughs> screaming Emily because I couldn't say Emily because I thought I made a Zachary Binks costume. <laughs> that, was, that was just me. And my sister is eight years older than me. So right. she had done a high school production of Pirates of Penzance. Okay. And I had, at that point, if she's in high school, I was... She would have been 14. I'm eight years younger. I'm terrible at math, so. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, she did Pirates of Penzance. And I mean, I'm already years into like cosplaying as a kid. Like, right, right. This is my thing. I'm acting out the movies. I get it. But just seeing people on stage in costumes doing it live. Right. It's just like, wow, that was really cool. And then the next show I saw was Ragtime. Mm-hmm. And followed it with Les Mis. And by Les Mis, I was like, I want to be Tenardier more than anything. (laughs) Like, this is a little kid that's like, I had no idea what that show was or anything. But I was like, I want to be Tenardier. And I I just, I want to get into this. I I want to keep doing this. So then the costuming got me into theater. And the theater then got me into costuming. Because from that point on... I was the kid that at every high school play, at every community theater play, I was always hanging around the moms who were doing the costumes because I, I, I knew that it, it had to look a right way. It's like, right, no, that's right. going to go on stage. That's got to be right. Like I probably pissed so many choir moms off as a kid. I feel so <laughs> bad to all the moms out there. Um, but it was incredible. And my, my mom always was a, a producer for a lot of my shows when I was a kid. So I, I got to oh, I work. See with with the parents and be like just like a little helper and and things like that and then eventually it came a point where i'm an adult and i'm doing a show for for instance for uh hunchback in notre dame i made my own which you were fantastic in by the way like like you so much like thank you come on dude like get out of (laughs) here that is prior to hamilton um Mm -hmm. that show still has the most significance in my heart because it it was i actually have right here um, above me, my woven band. Oh, nice! Uh, from Hunchback, which I made for the production. Um, but uh, I made my costume, and that was when I had started cosplay CJ because right. the thought process became: Wait a minute, I do this for theater, and I love. I, I, ever since I was a kid, I've just always wanted to have every costume that I've seen in the movies, especially Marvel, mm-hmm. whatever it is. If I've seen it, if it's a prop, if it's anything, I, I immediately want it because I'm eclectic and weird. Right. I just need <laughs> it. I have to have it. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll have to tell you at the end of this what I, the project I've been working on, but we'll get to that. Um, so yeah. I, I then started costuming for myself. And then when right. I did Newsies, I, I always get the clear with the director or the costume sure. first. Can I, sure, can I sure. do this? Um, and nine times out of 10, they'll normally say yes, because in community theater, that just means that's one less thing I have to worry about. Sure. Because you know mm-hmm. that as a costumer in community theater, at the very last minute, you're going to get hit with 700 things you never knew you needed. Yes. <laughs> um, so then... <laughs> that's, that, that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the interesting thing is that cosplay was something that I had always wanted to do. And I had always seen people do, and I always wanted to do. Right. But because I had in high school and up until I was 21, struggled very hard with um, uh, my weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it was something that I I had never like allowed myself to have. It was almost like, yeah, well, you you wanna you wanna dress like Captain America, 
right. you want to be the Joker, like you want to wear those costumes. Well, you can't because you don't look like them. You wow. have to look like the person that you're cosplaying yeah. as. And, and this was me talking to myself. And yeah. it's like, dude, if you're dressing up in a costume, you're doing that to make you happy. And now I yeah. preach to everybody. If there's anyone in the entire world, if, if you want to dress up as Captain America, no matter what skin color you are, no matter right. what gender you are, anything, do it. you dress up like Captain America. Absolutely. In fact, as, you, as, you're, as you're talking right now, I'm actually going to uh, share my screen so people can see um, your, your Instagram page. I'm on your, your, your cosplay uh, page right here. Yes, uh, that, and, there it is. And people can, can see, like, dude, like, get out of here. Come on with this. Get out of here. That was my here, first dude. cosplay shoot. Uh, that's my friend Meg. Uh, she is my uh, hashtag cosplay soulmate. We refer to each other as. Every project yeah. that we do, it's always like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this costume. And she'll always be like, uh, yes, I'm, like, immediately <laughs> there. Like, I've, I've been thinking about that for, like, three years. Like, so come that, on, man. That, that costume right there is actually... Um, that is the costume that I've made that I'm probably the most proud of. Uh, yeah, you made this yourself. I, I, so I, I had made the helmet piece for it, the head piece. Yeah. The torso piece, a buddy of mine by the name of Jared Hale on uh-huh. Etsy. Uh, he was a great cosplay uh, EVA foam a maker. Uh, right, right. He had made the base piece of that for me and then helped okay. me out with some templates. I painted it. I helped put the rest of the chest piece together. I yeah. made the boot covers. I made the boot spats. I made the pole. I made the gloves. Uh, I distressed the jacket. Um, I painted and made the pants. I mean, I, I put probably 200 hours of work into that costume. Oh and when we, when we took the stage at, at New York Comic Con, I mean, uh-huh. it, that was probably the most rewarding cosplay experience I've had. We, we were lucky enough to be invited up onto the Marvel stage yeah. Um, with a whole bunch of other cosplayers and then got to meet Chris Claremont, who is the creator of Gambit and Rogue. That and is so cool. Got, and he had said that by far out of the cosplays that he has seen of the characters, he had liked our interpretation of it the most, yeah. which was just like, dude, how do you, like, how do you get like, a compliment better than that? Right. Like, it's like, that's a, that's as good. That's as good as it gets. That would be like, if, if Lin-Manuel came to you and he's like, Kyrus, you need to play Aaron Burr and I'm handing it to you right now. Like you're the, like, you are the start? next Burr. It's like, like dude, like, how do you start? respond to that? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm scrolling through some of your, like your pictures here. Like, Oh my gosh, your cap cap. Come on, dude, get out of here with this. <laughs> come on, man. Like, this is just like top notch stuff, man. Thanks dude. Like, yeah. I had, a, I had a lot of fun with uh, the cap shoot was really fun. That was uh, done at the uh, military base in Seagirt where they uh-huh. have all, those are all real tanks and real helicopters that uh, I yeah. they, It was funny because there were, I was filming that shooting there for probably about an hour. Yeah. And then a bunch of soldiers came over yeah. and they're like, what are you guys doing here? I'm like, Oh, we're doing like a, a photo shoot. And they're like, can we get a picture? That's so I was cool. like, yes, 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> if you can just let me be here and not be mean to me that I'm right. in costume, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Right, right. And they were cool about it? They were like... They were cool. No, they, they were loved it. They were super nice about it. Um, it was, yeah, it, it was just super funny. It was like, this is honestly the coolest thing we've seen here. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, the, dude, these, these are awesome. So, like, people, y'all can, you, you can follow, you can follow my, my boy CJ here at cosplay underscore CJ if you want to take a look at, at, at more of these things because, like, he is, like, is, is, this, is, this you, is this you as Beetlejuice, too? Is that you? Yes. Look that at me that, as Beetlejuice. <laughs> yes. That was, that was a fun one. Um, God, oh, my God. Speaking of 
speaking of dream roles, another dream role, Beetlejuice. Oh my god. That's see, that's one show I I haven't I haven't seen, but I've heard a couple songs from. I need to listen to the album because I heard good things about it. It's it's delightful. It is what it is, and it's just you know, it's like yeah, that's Beetlejuice, and it's just what it needs to be. Right. Yeah, dude, no, man. I what, what what would you say is the 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 like I, I know what you love about the about cosplay. What would you say is like probably the your least favorite part about uh, cosplaying? Money. Now, yeah. um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that 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 is definitely a, a big part of it. Um, money, money does become definitely a hard thing because for for someone like me, I have learned through trial and error so many times that mm-hmm. when it comes to cosplay stuff, if you want, if you're gonna buy something. Mm-hmm. And you're going you're gonna to be like, oh, I'm going to go like the super cheap route. Expect it to last just as long as the amount of money that you paid for it. Sure. I went through three Captain America suits before I got the one that's in those photos. Really? And I wound up wasting about 500 to $600. Wow. Because I just, I bought things that were just, it was like it lasted for like a week or it just, right. it, it didn't suit what I knew it, it was supposed to be. So sure, in my sure. mind, it, it wasn't, it, it, it didn't fit. Right, you, you, know, just, you get what you pay for, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But, but again, that's that's the trial and error of it, and it's just what we do. It, it's like every other art form; mm-hmm. you have to take the time to learn from it. Yes. So, if anybody wants to cosplay out there, do it. Take yeah. the time to learn it. You're gonna buy the wrong things, but right. there's a world of people out there that can help you. And if you right. want to make it, that's incredible. And there's also a weird stigma in the cosplay community. It's gotten better over recent years, but there used to be for a long time that if you didn't make your costumes and if you bought your costumes, mm-hmm. like you're a fake cosplayer, like that's not real. That's false. That is 100% false. Yeah. If you are wearing a costume and you are playing, you are doing costume play. You are right. a costume It doesn't matter how you got there. Yeah, you are yeah. living your fantasy. Speaking right. of which, if you don't buy a Black Panther suit. I know. Dude, especially now. Now, like, rest, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, man. Um, like, especially now, man. Like, I just... Like that, it's it's funny because I, so I w- I wanted to do, because that movie came out in what January two thousand eighteen I believe, mm-hmm. and um, I think it was eighteen or was it nineteen? I think it was eighteen. It yeah. was eighteen. Yeah. So I so this and let me tell you exactly why. So like I've always had this thing about Halloween, right? Like Halloween has never really been like one of my like favorite holidays ever. Right. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. It's crazy. Okay. So complete yeah. opposite. I thought I was with you. <laughs> well, so, so, but here's the thing. So I had, after seeing Black Panther, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to be Black Panther for Halloween. Right. And then <laughs> Halloween of 2018, that's when I ruptured my Achilles uh, and right. I couldn't go as anything. So like, I couldn't even walk. Right. So uh, that, that's a year of recovery. So I didn't, I couldn't do 2018. I couldn't do 2019 because like, I was like still like recovering, whatever. Uh, and then, so I, I have 2020, I have 2020, I can, I can, um, I think, I, I think we're going to, I think we should put it out there right now and then <laughs> put it out as a poll on your Instagram page. Uh, how, people out there, listeners, do you think that Kyrus should do a, a Black Panther cosplay? Is it time I already for, know we, the answer. We, we are kingless right now. I Someone know. needs to oh, take up the throne. And Man. I'm I'm throwing out a nomination right now for Kyrus King Lesko. I need there. to it it needs to happen because like this has been I I, I if, if there's one thing that'll take me out of the 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 Halloween uh, slump yeah. <laughs> that I've been in it's definitely yeah, dressing yeah. up as black as T'Challa King King T'Challa for sure for sure yeah. but here but here's the thing here's and I don't know what this says about my my character um, but I I kind of was like 
I'm not. I wasn't rooting for him, but the villain in, in Killmonger uh, is my I, favorite part of the movie. Like, I understand. I, Michael B. I Jordan is him. fantastic, and he <laughs> he was so he was so justified in all of his convictions. I believed every which, second of it, which is what I loved about him because mm-hmm. characters like Killmonger and characters like Claude Frollo, mm-hmm. and which what I love about them is that in their mind they're completely justified in their right. actions, right? Because Killmonger does commit and do very bad things but he's not a bad man right right he's not he he has a completely warped perception of life because of the terrible 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 hand Mm -hmm. that he was dealt it's like you can you can empathize like even though you may not take the actions that he is taking you can Mm -hmm. understand why he's doing it which is yeah 100 that's 100 and I will always maintain that Black Panther is the best live-action Lion King movie that we've had. The best because, li- <laughs> uh, because the other live-action Lion King movie was terrible. Wait, the, actually, I was going to ask you what what is your what is, is Captain America your favorite MCU movie? Uh, oddly enough, I think my favorite MCU movie is Endgame, just because okay. it. That's I, number. I mean, that's number three for me. Number three. Okay, I think I. What's your What's your number one? My number. No, okay, all right. Don't make fun. I will I, not. I, I, I promise. I promise. I will not. Make, unless you say Thor: The Dark World. No. 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 Okay. That, then I'm. Not, no. I guarantee. You unless it's Incredible that. Hulk, I'm not making fun. No. You're fine. Um, Winter Soldier is probably one of that's my. That's my number fav- one. I feel that's like, my number one. Because like that's that my was number just one. so good. Because like I feel like that set the tone. Because I think that was the first Russo yes. brothers move, like uh, directed movie. Mm-hmm. That set the tone for like the rest of the MCU. Like I feel like yes. Winter Soldier took it up to a level. It did that, like it I was didn't like, have to be. What? Wait, what? And nobody yeah. was expecting that because, uh, to be honest, I didn't like the first Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. I was not the biggest fan. Yeah. Uh, and then I, Winter I, I, Soldier I totally came out, that. and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Um, so I would say, I would say Winter Soldier uh, number one, number two. I, uh, I would that. have to say Black Panther because it mm-hmm. just like it was just to see a black superhero for me. It was just of like, course. "Oh my god!" Um, and then and, number and, three would be Endgame. And aside from that, it's just, it is such an unarguably good movie Yes, that there's nothing anyone can say bad about it. If you right. say a bad thing about that movie, <laughs> we know why. Like, don't get me wrong. It didn't have, it's, it's not without its flaws, right? Obviously. Yes. Like, but like, come on. It's just But, so but that's, that's the charm of every movie is yes. we know that even a perfect movie is not perfect. Yes. Yes. Even a perfect movie is not perfect. I agree. 100%. My favorite film of all time is Jaws. And is it really? It, yes. Uh, nice. So, I'm. Uh, I, while I'm, while I am very much a large theater person, uh, yeah. I have my first bachelor's degree was in film. Was, no, I was a communication I did not major. Know that. I was a communication major, yeah. guys. Film studies. Um, and wow. then I just recently, in May, graduated with my second uh, bachelor's degree. Actually, I went back to school for costume design. Nice. Congratulations, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Um, th- I love film and film yeah. is like I said, it was my first love before move before I knew what theater was. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I, every movie has problems and that's what makes movies great because mm-hmm. everyone will get something different out of it. Yes. And the fact that then we can talk, like I could sit here and talk to you about the problems in Hamilton. Like, mm-hmm. did you ever notice that Angelica's flower disappears during satisfied six times? No, 
because it's from different nights and one performance her flower is not there so it just keeps cutting back each take she doesn't have yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah so that's an imperfection but it's right right i can still argue that's perfect because nothing's perfect my my favorite so people will ask me all the time what my favorite movie is and i i can't i don't have one but i have three okay um so my favorite movies of all time men in black oh god i can quote that movie like the back of my hand men in black eternal sunshine of the spotless mind okay yeah and children of men never seen it (gasps) cj should we do a viewing party (laughs) dude 100 dude do you like do you like alfonso uh, caron do you like he did like gravity and um he he did my favorite harry potter film which is harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban which is a triumph of cinema that's the that's my (laughs) that's my favorite that's my favorite harry potter book and movie yeah, it's Prisoner of Azkaban. So if you if you like that, um, I, I implore you, go watch okay. Children of Men as a film studies um, awesome. person. I think that you would because uh, one thing that he does that I I'm a big fan of. Um, what do they call um, like those long one one take scenes? Oh, I can't mm-hmm. remember what it's called. Like tracking shots is what it is. He yeah. does he does tracking shots all the time, and there are I would say like three huge tracking shots. Um, mm-hmm. sequences in that movie like action ones that are just right. like blows your mind it's like how in the hell did you film yeah, did this you film that like how did you do that so i i implore you like and plus it's just a good movie clive owen uh, uh julian moore um and the, the concept is, is really interesting it's it's uh there hasn't been a birth on earth in like 16 17 years like just women stopped having children right and um and clive owen stumbles upon a woman who's pregnant and he has to transport her to safety but there are people that want to take her and like uh uh study her but for the wrong reasons um it's it's great so i implore you cj go watch children of men you're not gonna regret it i promise you i will i will add it to my I, I'll rent it on Amazon tonight. I'm, I'm dude, dude, I promise you. Yeah, dude, 100%. Um, so what's, what's, what's next for you, man? So like, to, just to kind of like to wrap it up here, what's, what's, what's next for you? So like one, once, you know, uh, things are, I guess, I don't even know. I don't even know when things are get back to normal. Yeah. but for you, like, what is the next step for you as a person, as a performer? What's next? Hmm. So the next step for me, I guess is, I, I mean, I, I am, I am connected. I am tethered to theater. It is, it is what, it is what my life has kind of just worked out for. That is, that yeah. is where I will, whether it's working in as a performer, it was in a theme park, whether, whatever, all of that is theater. Entertainment yeah. is all theater to me. Yeah, yeah. My, I, I am, I am bound to it and I will do and work whatever I have to in, in that field because it's the only way in which I feel satisfied. So yeah. I think I can never now, be satisfied. So no, I had to. I, could, you, I had I, to. I'm, I've said it twice, and I was a little a little surprised that you didn't point it out when I said it. I thought so it. I'm happy I that. I know I couldn't help it. Um, I th- I think you know, and un- un- until then, it's just kind of I'm no longer really trying to say no to any opportunity that comes my way, mm-hmm. because I think that a big part of me prior to 2020, 2020 CJ, and prior to 2020 CJ are two very different people. Mm-hmm. And this is the version of me that I have now become the most pleased with. And I've yeah. come to terms with the most and I'm, I'm fully happy being me. Mm-hmm. And I've, I feel like for so long, because I have been riding 
on almost an Aaron Burr wave for so yeah. long that I'm going to wait because I really don't know what the right thing is for me yet. Mm. But all I know is I think about things all the time. And for me to turn my brain off yeah. is a really hard thing because I'm constantly working in my head sure. about something. I'm always thinking about something at mm. all times. And I have always thought like, well, the time will be right for me, but I'm just going to wait until then and I'm not going to risk it. So I have to be yeah. careful about it. Yeah. But I think 2020 CJ has now realized, no, you do not throw away your shot. Yeah. Every opportunity yeah. that comes your way can be a good one. And it's what you make of it and how you perceive it that will dictate your success and happiness. Amen. Amen, dude. Uh, dude, I'm so I'm so happy that we got to like sit and chat uh, too, today. This, man. Made, this made my quarantine. <laughs> yeah, man. No, we like we need to we need to we need to get together and and hang out and just like and and shoot the breeze and do yeah, like, man. We'll like, just sing sing through Hamilton. Okay. Meet at Princeton. Sing through Hamilton at Aaron Burr's grave. Don't put listen. <laughs> don't put anything out there that's not going to come to fruition because I need I need that I need that to happen. I'm going. I'm going to Aaron Burr's grave next week, and I plan on visiting multiple times. So yeah, man. Let's dude, let's do it. We dude. we have we have to get together. We have Absolutely. to we have to no, do it, something. It needs to happen. And dude, I'm I'm so I'm so thankful. If they if people want to to see more CJ Carter, where can they go? Uh, you can check me out on uh, Instagram at uh, cosplay underscore CJ. You can also follow me at CJ underscore Carter, which is my uh, my regular Instagram. Uh, I have two YouTube channels. I have. Uh, what used to be called Never Had a Friend Like Siege, where back in the day I had a Disney vlog, but now a bunch of my performance videos are on there. And you can yeah. see a bunch of highlights from Hunchback and Notre Dame and Newsies, mm -hmm. as well as a few other shows. And uh, Cosplay CJ, which has a few uh, YouTube videos up right now that I posted about a year and a half ago. But I am planning on getting more content out there as soon as possible. I'm working on hoping to build a small studio and recording space for me so I can nice. get a lot more content out there. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we can do this kind of thing yeah, way man. more frequently. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm around. And if anybody has any questions or advice on cosplay or just wants to talk or talk about Hamilton, anything, <laughs> if you want to talk about Hamilton, anybody out there who wants to talk about Hamilton, message me any time of the day. And just say Hamilton, and I'll say yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah, what sure. do you want to know? Let's go. What do you want to know? What do you want to know? What are we going to talk about? What song are we going to do? What, what are we going to talk? Which, well, we, need, which... we, need, we should do it. We, we need to do like a record ourselves doing Dear Theodosia. Let's just do it. Yeah, dude, one hundred percent. Let's just do it. Like uh, I don't know how. Well, let's let's figure out the logistics, and then we'll we'll record it, and then we'll get something out there for the people because the yeah. people want this, CJ. The people yeah, want they, it. The people want it. They they're asking for it. Their voices are very quiet. The people are asking to hear my voice. The country is facing a difficult choice. But when all is said and all is done, Jefferson has beliefs. Or has oh, not. my God. Oh, my God. Yes, the voices are quiet. But you know what? They're there, damn it. They're, They're there. there. <laughs> um, thank you. No, CJ, thank you so much for sitting down with me. Uh, everybody, go follow CJ. I'm putting up his uh, uh, everything that he just said about it. Um, the, where you can follow him. I'm going to put that up in the description. I'm also going to put it down below so you can, uh, you know, click through and go through there. And then uh, if you want some more vibe with Kai, you can always visit me on my uh, social media platforms. Pick the one of your choices. It's all up to you. Visit me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the vibe with Kai, or you can visit me on Snapchat on, and on uh, TikTok at Kairos Keenan, or you can visit my website, thevibewithkai.com, where I'm always posting blogs and videos and things that'll help you do good, feel good, be good, and live a good life full of good vibes. 
Uh, with that said, CJ, man, I'm so happy that we got to sit and chat, my dude. Me and, too, dude. and I can't wait to I can't wait to do it again. This was this was a long time in in, in the making, and I'm glad that it actually happened. Yeah, uh, man, we, we have it documented. It's documented. We have it it's, documented, it's man. It's there. This forever. is this is the reason why, so we can yes. have it forever. That's exactly. why we had to wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, thank you so much, everybody else. Thank you so much for listening and for watching. I love y'all. God bless and good vibes. Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.